Hello everyone and welcome to the prayer experience. It's another day. It's a Thursday, the first of June. The wow, wow, wow. We've just hit the, the six months mark in the year, and it's the first of the six months of, of the year. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Yes. We thank you. Can, can we can we just thank God for that? Let's just thank God for his faithfulness. Here we are, the middle of the year in 2023. We thank you, Father. You are a faithful God. We do not take this for granted. That we are here, we are alive, we are well, we are on the road to health and wholeness. We thank you for all that you have done. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on the prayer experience. I want to welcome you from all over the world. Thank you all to the family of the prayer experience community. Please share this video. I'd like you to share this to friends and loved ones and let them know it's time to pray. You can subscribe if you haven't. I noticed we've had a couple of new people who have joined us in the past couple of weeks. We want to welcome you to the prayer experience. We've got a YouTube channel. It's called Daily Talks Media Channel UK. Please go to YouTube, subscribe, let your friends and family know that there is a place where they can come and pray um, on live online as well. And connect with us. Leave your message, leave your prayer request, leave your praise reports, leave your comments. Let us know that you are praying along as well. And we've got the prayer experience hotline that is available if you ever need someone to talk to or someone to pray with you. I know we've done a bit of a thanksgiving, but there's never enough praise for God. Psalm 77 verse 12 says, I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings i will meditate of all thy work god is faithful to meditate is to reflect back and this is a good time to do that this is a good time in the year to reflect on what he has done not just to reflect on them but to talk about them we want to talk about the faithfulness of god in our lives a lot of people have gone into the hospital and they haven't come back a lot of people have not woken up this morning. A lot of people have nothing, you know, they can say of themselves. But God is faithful. They say to the righteous, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's the kind of God that we serve. So let's just talk about his faithfulness today. Let us know what God has done, what God is doing in your life because he is faithful. Father, we thank you. We just give you praise for all that you have done for us. You are a faithful God. You have been good to us, and you are always good to us. 
We tell of all your wonderful things. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for those times in our lives where we have felt pushed to the wall, where it all seemed to be going not the way that you have ordained it for us. We thank you because you brought us back. You put us back on track. Thank you. We have not been distracted, but we have kept our eyes on you. And you have shown to us, God, your mighty power, your marvelous things that you have done. You've put food on our tables. You've blessed us. You've healed our bodies of all sickness and diseases. We thank you. And we just want to say, Lord, may you always be, your praise always be on our lips. Let us never forget of your goodness. No matter where we are, no matter what we feel in our heart, let us all always remember to give you thanks and give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I'm going to take the inspired word today. And what I want to talk about is prayer of faith. Prayer of faith sometimes is, you know, a prayer that you pray for something that you can control. So when we pray on the prayer experience, we pray for nations, we pray um, for one another. But sometimes, you know, we don't, on prayer experience especially, we don't particularly take prayer points for our individual needs. But as an intercessor, there is a way to pray for certain things that you need. I like to use this verse of scripture. It's a foundation scripture. If you ever, you know, have heard or live the life of faith. And by the way, it's a requirement to live the life of faith as a believer. So in Mark 11, verse 24, Jesus said, Therefore, I say unto you, it would be good if you go and read the context of this, of this verse. And if you have you know, good enough. I'm just going to take a cut of this verse of scripture, which is verse 24. So therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. Okay. And the second verse of scripture is Romans chapter four, verse three. So for what saith this scripture, Abraham believed God. And it was counted unto him for righteousness. In, in Mark eleven twenty four, it says, it's a progression to how we pray. What things soever you and I, what you desire, what you pray for. When you talk about your desire, it could be a, a need for a breakthrough, a financial breakthrough. It could be a need for you know, favor could be a need for an, a specific opportunity. It could be a need for justice. It could be a need for peace in your heart and your mind. It could be a need for healing in your body, whatever the need. It could be a need for your children because as children, as parents, or if you're a parent, you would have control and influence over your children to a certain degree until they're able to believe God for themselves. Is when you pray. So taking those needs and those desires to God in the place of prayer is essential. And we're praying to God, not to man. So when you pray about those needs, and sometimes it's good to um, be specific about that need, that desire. You know, be specific. Don't put a blanket over all your needs, okay? Make it specific. Tell God, you know, that need that you really want. So believe that you receive them. Now, this part 
is a very, very important part. And in the last couple of, of, um, of weeks, Pastor Dele, I've been talking about the life of faith, the victorious faith of a, of a, of a believer. And, and, and this verse in this scripture says, believe that you receive them. Now, God is not asking us to believe that we've received something in the physical, you know, not asking us to believe a lie. What is asking us to believe is to believe by with our spirit, believe that he has granted it. Remember that we have access to all that God has provided for us. And in his word, he said, I've given unto you all things that pertain to life and to godliness. So it's not really with God. It's not really with God saying, you know, he has a tight fist and is holding on to the things that you need, that we need in life. <laughs> we've just we've just given him thanks that he's a good God, ever generous, ever ready looking for ways to to show us good so, so so it's not about god not about us having to untwist god to to give unto us our need no it's about coming to the place of prayer with faith in our heart believing that when we ask according to his word because his word says that we are the healed so you go take that particular verse of scripture for example go to god and say god on the basis of your word i need healing in my heart in my body but then it goes on to say believe that you receive them so when we pray believe we say god i believe i receive them with our heart with our spirits remember we god is spirit and they that come to him must, must come to him in spirit and in truth so we our interaction with god is by the spirit of god by by our own spirit and help through the help of the holy spirit so when we say believe that you receive them is to believe that because God says in his word, I will grant your request. So I believe I receive it. It doesn't matter what, you know, I'm not checking my body. I'm not checking my circumstances. I'm just believing God. It's just like I tell my son, I'm going to take you someplace special during your summer holiday. He just believes it <laughs> because mommy said it. He just believes it. And believe that ye shall receive them and ye shall have them. And what will my son do? He starts making plans <laughs> for his summer trip. It's, it's as simple as that. But because we have been so conditioned to not believe sometimes because of our circumstances, we must begin to train ourselves to begin to take God at his word. Take God at his word. Father, I thank you because I believe I receive. And when the thought of that need comes, what do you do? You thank God for it. You have a verse of scripture that says Abraham believed God. How did Abraham believe God? So God told Abraham, I've made you a father of nations, just like God saying, I have healed you. I've made you whole or I've provided for you all that you need. And it says, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So God, God recognized that Abraham, Abraham aligned himself with the way that God was thinking. Righteousness is God's way of doing things. And how did Abraham do that? Abraham began to, well, it took him a long time. And when he finally got it, you know, the Bible said that God changed his name, himself and Sarah, and they began to align with what God said about them. They began to call themselves healed. They, be they began to call their body 
whole, healed, made whole. They began to see themselves as the father of nations, many sons. And Sarah began to see herself as the mother of nations, the mother of children. So in our walk in, in our walk of faith, when we come to prayer, come to pray about our specific needs, we have a basis for which we pray and we believe God for that need. What do we do? We begin to make the correct, take the correct actions and our, align our faith, align our words, begin to say those things to yourself. I believe and therefore I speak. I believe I am the healed and therefore I speak that I am healed. I believe that that need is met and therefore I speak that that need is met. It's met in the name of Jesus. Now, this is a principle that has been tested, not just in the Bible, but by believers all over the world. This is not a time to doubt how to get your needs met. It's a tested and tried way and principle of God. The Bible says it was credited unto Abraham as righteousness. For you and I, this is how we take our needs to God. This is how we receive by faith. Not looking at what's happening around us, but focusing, centering our, heart, our eyes and our heart on the word of God. Can we take a moment to reflect on, upon that? Is there a particular need in your life that you want to take to God in prayer and say, God, I'm, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to find the word that I'm going to stand on. I'm going to meditate upon those words. I'm going to take those words and I'm going to believe you for that. I'm going to release my faith by saying, Lord, I believe I receive that and begin to take the correct actions. What God begins to speak to you to take those actions, begin to make those actions. It's gonna to reveal to you the steps, gonna give you instructions on what to do. Just follow your heart. And that need to be made because the Bible said, and you shall receive them. I'm never gonna doubt God's word. So Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word, foolproof, that it can never fail. So none of your word will ever return to you void. So for every word that is released into our circumstances, into our situations, into that need, whatever that need may be, we believe we receive and return according to your word. Father, I pray that faith will be stirred up in the heart of your people, in the heart of these intercessors, and they will begin to see their needs met and begin to take the correct actions to see their needs met. In the name of Jesus, amen. We're going to take prayers for the church, and I'm going to use this verse of scripture in Luke chapter 19, verses 41 and then verse 44. We're going to pray specifically for the church, but also for those that God is raising up in our time to see about the move of God. So in Luke chapter 19, Jesus said, and as he came closer to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, he began to weep. You know, a lot was said, but he said, because they did not recognize when God visited them. And I want to take this verse of scripture as well. Psalm 110 verse 3 says, your people will offer themselves, will offer themselves willingly in the day of your power. Let's just take only the first two parts of that verse. So I want us to pray specifically for, for those that God is raising up in our time, the, the 
Billy Graham of our time, the Kenneth Hagen of our time, the Smith Wigglesworth of our time. God is raising men and women, but we only need to align ourselves and begin to see the move of God, begin to see the, the, the visitation of God upon the earth. In our time, the, the Father Nash of our time, prayer intercessors of our time, that God is raising. We only need to stand behind them. Your pastors, you only need to stand behind them because this is our visitation. When God says he's going to visit the earth, he's going to pour the spirit upon all flesh, not just thinner, but men and women that God is raising in our time. And our role and our responsibility as the church is to be able to recognize what God is doing in and through the men and the women he's raising up in our, in our generation to spearhead the move of God. You see, the, the Evans, Robert Evans in, in our time, the spearhead, the revival in our time. God is going to use, God is going to handpick men and women and is going to pour out his spirit, pour out his grace upon them. That through them will begin to see mighty salvation move of God upon the earth. But we only need to stand in our place as intercessors and begin to pray, begin to provide unto them a supply of the spirit, begin to stand behind behind them in prayer and in intercession. So, Father, we just pray. We want to commit ourselves. We want to give ourselves up as, as the church, standing in that place of intercession for those that you are using to spearhead the move, the revival, the outpouring, the awakening, not only in, in and around us, but in our local churches, our pastors, our leaders. You are using, you're raising up men and women, the, the Catherine Coleman of our times. You're raising them up. God, we could see those, we could hear of this, the things that you are doing in and through this ones. Father, we just want to take our place as intercessors to stand behind them and, and lift them up in prayer and, and pray for that supply of the spirit that is so needed to fulfill the call that you have assigned unto them. We will take our place, Lord, and we pray for them. We, we, we commit to pray for them. We commit to, to, to spend some time or spend sufficient amount of time just lifting them up in prayers. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. And remember, this is a call to pray that in the day of his power, his people will be willing are you going to be willing to begin to spend time praying for men and women that God is using? Amen. Right, praying for the nation. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 13 says, But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. This is the heart of the Father. And we're going to pray that God will begin to, that God will, God will, you know, begin to call. He's already doing that. We're going to pray that the sinners or those unsaved will respond to the call of God. It's not about being good. It's not about being righteous before we, before they serve God. Some people think that they have to be good. They have to do good things in order to end his salvation and his favor and his mercy. But he said, no, I desire mercy not sacrifice 
I want to see them. I want to show them mercy. I want to show the unbelieving, the, the unbelieving word. I want to show them that I love them. I sent my son to die for them. I want them to know that I want them back. Like the prodigal son, I want them. More than anything they can do for me, more than anything they can give to me, I just want them back. I don't want the enemy to, to win over their lives. I want them to make a decision to come to me. So, Father, we just lift up those unsaved, even in our families, in our homes, even in our communities, even in our, our workplaces, our business partners, our our. our, our our nations will pray for those in, in authority who are unsaved. It's not impossible for them to be saved. Lord, we pray that they will see the need in their hearts. They will see the need to repent, to return to him, to come to him, to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We pray that you will touch every heart and cause them, Lord, to respond accordingly. Lord, let it not be tomorrow. Help them to make that decision today. Let them see the urgency of making that decision before it's too late. We thank you, Father, because we believe we'll receive God will begin to see those miracles you are doing in their life, the miracle of salvation, the miracle of the lost, coming back to you, being saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. And finally, taking healing prayers in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, it says, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. With the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Emphasis mind made whole. I want us to believe God for wholeness, not just healing. Wholeness means that things are put back. Wholeness means that the mind is restored to peace and calm and well-being. Wholeness means that it's not just the pain going away. It's not just the, the, the wounds be healed, being healed, but your life put back together. If you remember the woman with the issue of blood when Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. After losing everything, we want to release our faith and say, Lord, we believe you for wholeness. That woman, after, after losing everything, all her life savings, her health deteriorated so much, Jesus said to her, everything is put back to you. And if you remember the, the, one of the ten lepers who came back to Jesus to thank him, what happened? So he was made whole. Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you whole. And what happened? Every part of his body that the, the disease has eaten, his, his hands, his feet, we're, we're, we're formed afresh, new again. God can make us whole. His power is more than enough to not only take away that pain, that sickness, that disease, but to restore everything that was stolen. So will you release your faith with me and say, Father, we believe you for wholeness. For our brothers and our sisters, for those who believe you for healing, will you restore whatever has been stolen from them in the name of Jesus, we know that there are those on the platform who believe in releasing their faith and those we are releasing our faith for, for healing. Lord, we ask for complete healing, but, but 
wholeness and restoration of everything that was missing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can we thank God together? Father, we thank you. We give you praise. You are faithful, God. And we just we just worship you because there is no one else like you. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, I want to say thank you. Thank you all for praying with us today. Thank you for being on the platform. Whatever time it is at your end, we just want to appreciate you for taking the time to pray with us um, today. And remember, you can get these prayers on audio podcast. These are available to listen to them. You can even sleep on them, you know, listening to them. Your spirit is ever awake. Your spirit will keep getting fed even as your body sleeps. We're back tomorrow. It's Friday and it's 1 p.m. And I'll tell you who is coming on tomorrow. We've got Pastor Lucy coming on tomorrow for the prayer experience. Well, I look forward to seeing you there tomorrow. God bless you and have a wonderful time. Amen. Amen. Right.